0: and welcome back to throttled up the podcast and uh i'll tell you what matt we were talking here before we we went on air and um I, i'm gonna i'm gonna be a fan here for just a second before we jump into this because and i've said this all fair without this young man sitting here and i know that you know this but by far one of my favorite race car drivers mm-hmm. right now in studio with us and uh we talked about how he's not been on here alone. We had him on here with uh,
1: the, young guns. the
0: Young Guns episode, and we've talked. I mean, we, we had every plans to get him back on here, but, again, hands down, I, I mean this, Jordan, one of my absolute favorite drivers right now. I appreciate it. I agree. And that is Jordan Weaver with us tonight, and I, I, I put in the episode title the newest winner in the modified class at Brownstown Speedway um so first off let's just start right there with congratulations brother that that is the that is the coolest
2: yeah it's got a good ring to it i (laughs) think uh yeah we've been trying for a while and we finally got it done saturday so uh yeah we're we're still pretty pumped up about it
0: i mean here's the thing i'm gonna be honest with you this is this is breaking news right here i don't know that i've ever heard zach burton say much good about anybody on the show and he just said you're a shoe. So that's that's pretty special treatment right there coming out of oh boy wow that's i didn't know he could give compliments i didn't know he could type but um
1: so he's voice talk (laughs) talk (laughs) to text that's that's what's going on
0: no but uh i will throw this out there if you guys are going to be there this weekend check out you know burton's got a heck of a new scheme coming out new rap uh gonna be a good looking ride so check that out but back to you so you 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 just said it you guys have worked forever that's been an important place for you to win and you i want to be clear to everybody else you've had success at brownstown just haven't got to victory lane you've won at lots of other places what's it like when you're crawling out of the car right there in victory lane at brownstown speedway
2: you know like i was saying before i'd been in victory lane there quite a few times just never with my own car you know it's it's pretty cool you know i've been doing this for a while but that's the only track i haven't won at around here and it's uh it's a good feeling when you finally get it done
1: had a whole lot of happy family members standing down around oh there,
2: yeah and that was yeah they were excited
0: and go take us through the race you know what was it like as you as you started coming down to those last few laps and and you knew you know we always like to ask these guys because it is special to a lot of guys when you get that first win at brownstown do you start hearing things? Do you start, yeah? You know, do you start getting nervous? Am I am I hitting my line right? Do you question things? What, what's it like?
2: Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I was getting real nervous there at the end. The whole race, really. I was just trying to hit my mark. You know, there was a little muttering there around the bottom, and if you kept your left sides in it, you could really get a good <laughs> run through the corners. And I was just trying to hit that line every lap. And there at the end, down there in one and two, especially, it got pretty slim. So. If you miss it by a little bit, I felt like you missed it by a mile, and uh, I was just trying to tiptoe and keep my same line and just keep my speed up, and finally it it paid off.
1: Well, you said in victory lane that you was wiping your visor more than you was doing anything. Right. And you said you was getting fuel. Yeah, we on had you, a right?
2: fuel leak of some sort, and I would go down in the corners, and it would spray it right on my face. So, right when I <laughs> need to see the most is when it was, you know. Spraying in my face and when you're a foot from them uke tires it it gets pretty hairy oh
0: yeah that's got to be a wild feeling too (laughs) just again never sat in a driver's seat i can't imagine the con the conflict between i'm being doused with fuel i know this is an issue but i'm also leading this race and i'm ready to go win that's got to be a wild feeling, just thinking. Just hold on, baby. Just,
2: just hold on. Yeah, that, and we've we've been fighting the car running running weird ever since we got this new car. It's just, it's because it lays over so much. It's not something to do with the fuel issue, but hopefully we got it resolved. And hmm. the whole race it wasn't running right. And it was spraying me with fuel, and I was just trying to hit my line. And luckily the car was good enough;
1: it held on. You had nineteen guys behind you that that's going to argue it wasn't running right. Right, you they, know, that's. I can I can see that. <laughs> They're probably thinking great, what's it gonna do when it runs right? That's what we were thinking. You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, man we get this thing
2: running right, we ought to be in
0: good shape. So, yeah, now it's like, do I fix the fuel issue or do I just continue to let it spray? <laughs> where where do I go? But let let's talk about that new car. Because it's been an interesting year for you. I mean, you know, you kinda had some setbacks there at the beginning of the year. Um with with not having your car ready, and I know you had you know some people really step up to help you there at the start of the year so kind of take us through what this year has been like i mean covid has been enough this whole year but you face some other challenges too
2: yeah you know we we started off we was a little behind getting our stuff ready and uh we had talked to bum Gardner and and uh had some plans to run his car a couple of times and it started out just to be a you know a couple time deal and we got to You know they kind of took us in like family you know they treat us right and it's turned into you know more than we thought it would but i'm i'm really happy with it i'm blessed and uh we were fortunate enough to get a new car you know the best car you can buy right now and i think it's really gonna help us step our program up
1: good i'm gonna have to agree with you i mean that's uh You know, you always look strong everywhere you've ever raced at, but I mean, you you kind of took it to you know level eleven there instead of ten.
2: Right. Yeah, and that's that's what we were hoping to do. You know, Uh, we didn't know what it was going to do. We sold the other car within a week of, you know, even thinking about wanting to sell it, and so we were like, well, we'll we'll guess we'll see what this new (laughs) one's got. So we broke it out a little earlier than earlier than we thought we would, but uh, that's awesome. It's been great.
0: And I know we talked a little bit about this in the Young Guns, too, but obviously I want to touch on it again now that you're here by yourself. But let's go all the way back. Like, how how does all this start for you? You know, you, we just said before we came on the air, you said, you know, I, I'm not a huge sports guy. When I got to high school, sports didn't really matter, and that's obviously because you got into the racing area. But how do you end up doing this every weekend?
2: Well, it started off in – and go karts you know it's just a hobby we had and we we raced on saturdays when we could where we could and the go karts kind of died off a little bit there for a while and we we decided to move up and get serious with it and got a hornet for a couple years we had a mini sprint and then finally we got the modifieds and that's where we really buckled down decided this is what we want to do every weekend and
1: from there it's just been uh downhill i guess (laughs) That's a good thing about a modified too. You guys can go to any racetrack in the nation and in an unloading race because I mean, I, you know, those are the probably the class that's got the rules best set in stone. You know that,
2: right? And that's why we haven't leaned towards a crate or something like that because we're kind of we're kind of you know limited to a few tracks yeah. there. So, you know, if we wanted, we could travel three, or four states over and run the same real package and yeah. with the same you know for the same national points. So. You know, we got it made with the modifieds. I think that's the best class right now, in my opinion.
1: I have to. I mean, just if you want to travel and go experience different things, right. I mean, like you know, you don't have to. Oh my gosh, we got to change all this stuff to go to this track. It's just right. put it in the box and let's go. Heck,
2: on a Saturday night, we got seven or eight options. You know, in Indiana, we can choose from. So.
0: Oh yeah. Well, and I don't want this to sound like I'm knocking late models. Um, but you're a sprint car guy, so they probably are. <laughs> well, you could you could make that connection, but. <laughs> Like I think sometimes people lose the talent that's in that modified class, and I'm talking a national level, regional level, local level. You know, we talk about all those big time late model drivers, but you know, even talking about the guys that come into you know Brown Sound Speedway that you've competed against. I mean, when you're talking about Hoffman and Nicely and Strimmy, and you know, you go down the list. Again, I'm not knocking the, the late model crowd saying those there aren't names in that as well, but there's some damn good modified drivers running oh, yes. every weekend.
2: There is. There's guys on a late model budget running. Absolutely. Yes. And that's a great way to put it. Yeah. I mean, there's competition everywhere you go. Everywhere you go, there's three or four guys that can win the race, and you got to be on your A
1: game, that's for sure
0: and let's call a spade a spade larson's gonna have to get in one now so he'll be the next one to to crawl down and modify they're gonna
1: call him out till he gets in everything yeah yeah this because he can
0: not to divert to that but did you see his interview the other day when he said that when he fell out of nascar his ultimate goal his whole motivation has been to prove to everyone that he made it to nascar on talent not anything else and he said i think i've proven that oh yeah <laughs> i'm like you think I, I was a little bit of a
2: doubter with him getting in a late model oh, and competing gosh. with owens and mccready and all them guys you know they've been doing it forever and they're the best there is and he he proved me
1: wrong i'll tell you that that's impressive i'm gonna say i wasn't a doubter you know i mm-hmm. i'm you know everybody that listens to this show knows i'm not a big open wheel guy you know with the sprint cars and stuff but i figured that guy could drive anything he climbed into and and
0: I said this to you the other day and I know you're going to jump on it so I'll go ahead and say it because I agree I I won't say I was a doubter I didn't think he could go out and win the first weekend he got in um, until I saw what he did Thursday night in it but Mm -hmm. I I have said forever and I'm a huge Tony Stewart fan and always have been and I, I I didn't think we would ever see a guy that could race anything the way Stewart could and it hurts me to say it but Larson's better oh yeah. I think so too I mean, yeah. I, and I love Stewart I do but I, I I, think Larson can crawl in anything at any time and, and he'll be at the top three I mean mm-hmm. he is just that good and he's on a tear right now I agree and yeah uh, Dylan I'd love to see Larson and Hornet <laughs> i think he could wheel a hornet too <laughs> can i think he him could wheel anything i think he could wheel a lawnmower <laughs> oh yeah
2: anything, with, anything yeah. With wheels on it
0: yeah well i love the post the other day it said somebody needs to put him on a horse in the, the kentucky derby <laughs> because right now he can't be beat so uh but no man he is uh he's something else first and i see craig cooper says it's one race and it is one race i don't get me wrong but, but it isn't
1: like he showed up at a, a regional race i mean that was a Lucas Oil race and the owls were off so a bunch of the outlaw guys were there too. Yes. You know, yeah. The, they got it, the best it, of both worlds. Yeah. You can say it was one race, but he won against who we claim the best of the best in late models.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, and, and I, I would say this, I, and I will follow this up for, for Craig's point there. Cause I think it's valid in this sense. If this had been the first race he showed up to and he hadn't had the tear that we've seen him have in sprint cars and midgets from March, I would say it's one race the dude has won everything he's done against everybody so he's he's on a different level right now he was in the
1: top five the first night out
0: yeah thursday night he got fifth Mm -hmm. anthony finley says stewart's coming to thunder valley what do you think about that um i think it's awesome i i I hope that everything works out uh september 25th for him to be down there with the all-stars the and uh yeah i think that's going to be cool stuff i mean it it'll definitely draw a crowd down there for those guys and uh you know, I, I hope that uh, maybe Kyle Larson, if you're free September 25th, come down. Let's see the battle right there at Thunder Valley Raceway. You won't be able to get in that place at that point.
2: Oh, no. no. that would be interesting.
1: <laughs>
0: hey, speaking of the Modifieds, so this
1: Sunday, what, 10,000 win at Spoon River in Illinois? Are you, are you making that trip? Do what? 10,000 a win for modified over at Spoon River on Sunday. That'd be nice,
2: you know, but it's just a little, a little too far for us right Is now. It? Yeah, we're just... Uh, we're gonna do what we can to run as much as we can around here right now, and hopefully next year we'll hit all them big ones.
0: <laughs> Tanner Chastain wants to know how fast you got to the studio.
2: Faster than my GPS told me. <laughs> that's all I'll say. Well,
1: well, that's a game in itself, right there, right? When you set that GPS, it's like estimated arrival time. It's like oh, I can beat that.
0: Yeah, he, he was he was qualified to get here. Yeah, he was all good. I passed him on the way here. So. <laughs> But I will say Braden Watson says, you know, going back to us talk a little bit a lot about Larson there, he said 53 late models. He said that's not far off from the World 100 car count. And dude hasn't finished outside the top 10 in over 30 races. Yeah, I mean, it. I get it. I mean, I, I get that, you know, people want to kind of downplay it, but he's on a tear like we've never seen before. So, so let's go back to this. So you, when you talk about you had the the Hornet for a while, a mini sprint, and you ended up coming back into the modifieds and after it was there any me being the the open wheel sprint car guy was there any thought of going that route instead of the modified
2: yeah a little bit but uh you know i, I think safety come into play there you know mom and grandma kind of got on me and told me told me no there but that was definitely an idea but you know especially when the 305s came about you know we definitely thought going about that route too so you know, i wasn't say it, i wouldn't say it was out of the picture
1: would that really lock you down, you know, with the 305? The right. You'd be
2: really locked down yeah. with that. Yeah, their schedule got really limited this year. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel bad for them guys.
0: Now, looking at, we talked about the bucket list knocking off Brownstown. So, I, and I, I, you've had, you know, three or four days here to celebrate. So, now, what's the next big moment on the on the? You know, inside of the hauler what are what are we inside the trailer what are we writing up there that we got a cap
2: i think we're gonna do all we can do to go down to bloomington friday and win the josh burton memorial there you go that's our next that's our next goal you know i think it's definitely possible so we're, we're gonna do all we can do in the shop you know that's where the races are won so do our homework and get her tuned in i think we got a good
1: shot
0: and that's one of the coolest races of the year obviously oh yeah especially there at bloomington speedway
1: now what what chassis did you have before this one? Um,
2: Baumgartner's car was a Pierce Platinum, but this this is his car as well. But we sold that car and bought this one.
1: So what's how big of a difference driving style wise is it from the the Pierce to the Elite? It's a big difference, you know. Just mainly just
2: the way it steers on the front end, it's a lot different. You it? Know, it took first night at Bloomington I didn't get no hot laps or nothing we got there at 7 30 and I started on the front row of heat race and spun it out first corner oh
0: my gosh yeah
2: and <laughs> I was like whoa that's way different so I just kind of turns had to, quicker or it's just everything's quicker you know it steers better and it, it wherever you point it it goes so I had to get used to I had, I had to slow down in the seat kind of like I was saying I felt like I was going really slow but I think that's just the way I had to drive it
0: mm-hmm now what was your chassis that you had in your own stuff
2: i i have an impressive still at home okay yep
0: so how how close is this
2: to the impressive it's similar it definitely steers better for sure but it's it's similar the way you drive it
0: because i know even talking to your dad there uh it may have been summer nationals even when, mm-hmm. I, when I came down there and, and he was talking about how different the impressive was to the the pierce car then right. trying to get that setup right. figured out. yeah
2: so. yeah and and the pierce car we had um it's actually one of the newer pierce cars and i had had never drove one of those but it it was a it was a good car i mm-hmm. mean we did good in it but you know we had to upgrade
0: <laughs> and like you said you upgraded to the best there is right now
2: and, yeah i mean you can't can't beat the facts they went everywhere there is right now i mean yeah. summer nationals local i mean every i mean everywhere they win so that's why we decided to go that route
0: now let's talk about your competition. Who's some of those guys in that modified class that you're racing against that you are really impressed with?
2: Well, around here, I mean, obviously you got Groomer and Jacoby Hines and Ryan Thomas and guys like that and then up around Putnaville, you know, you you got them guys too. You know, there's always there's always some tough hitters, you know, no matter where you go. So but those are the ones that stick out to me that I feel like I need to beat every night.
0: And and that's again that's a great point too because I don't care where they run a modified race there's two or three of those guys that every time there mm-hmm. I, I don't know that I've been to a racetrack with a modified race where I've I've looked out and went man this field is soft like it's right. it seems like there's always mm-hmm. a guy or two that shows up that you're like all right yep it's between these three or these four guys yep it's always a a, a rough crowd I agree so what's the next you talk about the josh burton memorial what's the next track that's on that bucket list to get
2: you know i really want to go to lawrenceburg that's where i really want i think my driving style would fit that place you know that's that's really a track i'd like to get to before the year closes but i'm excited to get back up to kokomo there in october for that uh rain date that they got for yeah, that the big that race big there. race you know we're on the we're on the pole of the b main so yeah i think we can make the race and try to fight our way up through there hopefully
0: well hey before we go any farther let's talk some about those sponsors that you got and everybody that helps you get to the track let's give you a chance to throw those guys out and uh you know make sure that you know we'll we'll come back around to them again too but let's make sure we throw them out
2: first of all like I said Carlos and Leslie Bumgarner you know they kind of took me in under their wing and treat me like family you know and I'm very blessed to have them you know doing what they're doing for me and and uh shipley drywall perfection cleaning bum auto and truck repair got street service b&w automart trustworthy remodeling bloomington window tent um swift springs like we said elite chassis you know everything's been rolling really good and i'm i'm pretty thankful for everybody i have behind me
1: that's a lot of good sponsors right there
0: yeah and a
1: really good looking
0: car too oh, yeah i love the way yeah. the new car looks thank
2: you we, i was a little hesitant on the blue i haven't had a blue
1: car in a while but i love it it, yeah, it looks really good it looks very good out on the racetrack too
0: it looks even better in victory lane it i don't does. know if you noticed yeah, that it the other night great. but <laughs> it, it, you hate to get to victory lane and have a bad looking yeah. car i mean that that'd be the worst mm-hmm. i
1: think if you get to victory lane you don't care what the car looks like
0: <laughs> that's valid that's yeah, fair fair enough yeah <laughs> so when you talk about obviously you know the the idea that you're in the modified it it gives you that freedom to race everywhere but is there any itch there at some point to be in a late model of some kind
2: oh yeah oh yeah for sure you know we i was gonna drive a little bit there for keegan cox but he ended up blowing one of his motors and you know the motor i had that i was gonna use was the only other motor he had so he kind of had to take out one back and put That on the back burner, but uh, you know, that is what it is. I, I understand, you know, got to do what you got to do, but uh, definitely, there's definitely an itch to get in the late model. And if I ever get the opportunity, I'm going to be all over it.
1: You can be like Hoffman, you know, where you show you know, with the modified Absolutely. The late
0: model. so just unload them both. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of work, but <laughs> I think
1: we'll get her done
0: so. Where's a track too that you've not ran at, but somewhere that you're like, I, I I mean you said Lawrenceburg. Is there another one where you've not even ran at yet, but you want to go give it a shot?
2: Uh Fairbury. Never even oh, seen right the place, on. but I mentioned I want to go pretty bad. I, I love I love I, that racetrack. I'd really like to go this weekend, but like I said, it's just it's uh it's
1: just not possible right now. What's a track you'd like to go to that you've never been to?
0: Um what what was the one you went to the other day? I'm trying to think now. I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> Shady Hill. Shady Hill, yeah. I want to go to Shady Hill. Mm. I wanna go see Section Eight Racing up there. Yeah, I've been once. And <laughs> I've been once. Yeah. <laughs> That'd probably
2: be the last time. No, really though, I mean
1: <laughs>
0: No no I really. know a lot of guys that do like that place. No, um, I don't I don't know. Steve
1: Peaton won there. Yeah. You know I mean so i mean so the competition must not be that bad <laughs> he should have never opened up that cans yeah say. i
0: know i feel bad for him now my old buddy peeden i laid off and laid off
1: and he threw me under the bus i'm just kind of curious when the girls are gonna get race cars and he'll finish third <laughs>
0: wow <laughs> wow I don't even think he's watching tonight. So oh, he'll go back and listen later. Yeah, he'll. he'll know you're talking about
1: him, so he'll go watch.
0: It. <laughs> so, you know, Matt was talking off air there about your grandpa, and, and, you know, you talked about him having the shirts and putting it in there. What's that conversation like with him in Victory Lane for you?
2: he he's just he's ecstatic every time you know i think he shows a little bit more emotion than i do actually so
0: i was getting ready
1: to say that i mean he you know we went all the way across the racetrack mm-hmm. and i mean he was telling me everything going on and was so happy i mean that that's got to make you try even harder because he's so ecstatic about
2: oh yeah your success, yeah you know? I, it makes it feel feel good knowing that that uh they all
0: get into it and they all have a heart for it just like me oh yeah well, i started laughing because peden was listening um and he says there's plenty of people out there to replace him with. Replace who? You. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, huh. It's man, the tables have really turned because <laughs> Steve is Steve's 100% team roller now. It's amazing.
1: Oh, he told me it's flavor of the week, so next week he'll switch back. Well, you know, he's a bandwagoner. If, like
0: he pla- if he places another order, I'll just send it to Steve Peden, so... Just gotta spend more money. <laughs> but so, <laughs> Truth
1: hurts, Steve.
0: <laughs> you just gotta <laughs> Steve Eaton says Shady Hill is a different place, but they have good fans and they actually tech. So that's that's saying something. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's a, a lot of places don't. How do you win then? <laughs> oh my god. <gosh. laughs> that was before he put the goat sticker on the back that added all that horsepower oh I, I got gotcha. you caused him all those problems at Terre Haute that Sunday afternoon
1: that was the nose not the tail end
0: well but it was the extra horsepower that oh, okay that the sticker added so I heard a lot of people stepping on a lot of things but never your nose <laughs> Pete, I'm sorry, man. I don't even know what to say, man. I used to hit on you, but man, he's you have opened the wrong door now. <laughs> it's, it's nonstop. <laughs> so, you know, you talk about too with your you know your driving style, and you've always been one that really sits with your driving style. How hard is it when you get in that new car? Like you talk about, you know, Bloomington, you you go right out in the heat race you spin out how much do you say okay i gotta keep driving my way and we gotta get this car set to me or do you start trying to adjust your style
2: well I, you kind of just try to do what you can to adjust you know i think it's hard to get away from bad habits you learn you know I'm not saying that i had any bad habits but you know i was used to driving a completely different car so definitely had to had to change the way i drove and the way i approach getting into the corners and stuff like that, but it's uh it's like riding a bike once you once you figure
1: it out it's uh pretty smooth sailing. I'm still ruling. I'm thinking about Steve right now.
0: That's kinda weird. <laughs> oh,
1: He said mall cop. <laughs> he
0: did say Mall cop <laughs> <laughs> Paul Blart. Uh
1: Brownstown will be taking late models Saturday night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just one. The P3. Yeah, the please. 3 Please report to tech. P3. <laughs> uh, I think it's
1: going to be a tear down tech, too.
0: <laughs> will Bridge did ask, what's your opinion on Fayette County? I've been there once, and I
2: loved it. It was right up my alley. you I know? had, had a wall halfway around it and slick to a big cushion, and it was fun. I, I had a blast over there
1: i've never been to that racetrack i'll have to check that one out
2: it's a neat
0: place for sure yeah i've never been there either uh so so looking ahead with this new car you talk about going back to kokomo how different is that thought of you're coming with a new car than what you were with at the ray now well when we
2: were there as that that car passed me i think (laughs) I think. I you gotta, feel all right. Yeah, I feel all right. But uh, yeah, I think, I think once we get up there, I'll have enough races under my belt. I can, I can adapt pretty easily.
1: Do you like that place? I mean, it's pretty tight. I
2: love it. Do you? Yeah, it, it races different than a lot of tracks. It's two completely different lines. There's not really a middle to go to. You got to be either up on the wall or down on the tires. So, but it, I, I like it.
1: I mean, when we were up there earlier. You know, the the rainout weekend. Mm-hmm you guys were tearing the wall down to one of two man i mean every class and about everybody was just absolutely beating that wall down and most of the time that's the fast
2: line and later in the night they'll get to going around the hub down there on the bottom and that that'll usually come in there but there's always them guys that let it hang out up on the top
1: i mean the cushion was so so tall and when you guys would jump the cushion and get into the fence, you was, you was tearing the fence out. Mm-hmm. I, I think yeah, they
2: was zip-tying the fence together halfway <laughs> through the night. Well, they
1: would stop, you know, they'd stop, yeah. you guys, and they'd drag the fence from the back stretch back up there, <laughs> and they'd zip-tie it back up on the wall, and you guys would go again. I'd, I'd never seen nothing like that before. Yeah, that
2: was crazy.
0: <laughs> Who were some of those guys as you came up through go-karts, through um, your time in the Hornet mini-sprint that you looked up to in the racing world
2: that's a tough one you know i hate to sound like a broken record but you know i really looked up to devin gilpin and guys like that you know guys he raced against you know my mom's boyfriend shelby miles you know i watched i grew up watching him run modifieds and as like ray humphrey and even kent robinson and guys like that you know uh there's a lot of guys you know that i'm you know i I get the privilege to still race with them but I grew up watching a lot of them and you know that's uh it's pretty neat to be able to race with some of them guys
1: did you guys did you race go-karts with uh, cj leary
2: yeah he was a cl- he was a class above me that's what i thought yeah. when yeah. i got out of it but he was he was good in go-karts really he's good. still real good and he's still great yeah. he's one of my favorites in the sprint cars
0: you know and it's really interesting when you just talk about that again going back to what you said about the we were talking about with the modifieds you just listed off guys that were in the modifieds now in, you know, super late models that that's a who's who of who can get around any dirt track anywhere. I mean, that's a, that's an absolute great group right there. Yep. Sure is. Who's the, who's the one person though. And I'm not, no, not drama, but who's the one person you love to beat?
2: You know, I I like being able to beat guys like you know Jacoby Hines and Groomer and and Ryan Thomas and you know Earl Plessinger. You know he's been doing it since before I was even born. So you know to be able to beat him and you know just all the guys that have been doing it a lot longer than me, it really feels good being being up there with them.
1: I was a kid when Earl was racing, man. He's been around the block a time or two. Yeah,
0: yeah. So's Matt. <laughs>
1: my block was just a little bit bigger man it was a county block (laughs) i
0: don't
1: even know where to go with that you know mile by mile
0: block Uh uh-huh yeah uphill both ways yeah barefoot yeah in the snow in the snow
1: (laughs) so those you know a lot of those guys you're you're good friends with and you know what advice have they gave you? Because you know, everybody you listed are great. We're, you know we're great when they was in the modified drivers. They become great late model drivers. You know what? What do they kind of tell you?
2: That you know everybody really. You know especially guys like Shelby and you know Devin. They 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 help me a lot. You know whenever I got a question, I ask them and they they give me answers. And you know usually you know we're on the same page when I when I feel something that I think I, the car's doing and I ask their opinion. Usually. We're on the same page of what I need to do, so they've everybody's been a big help, really.
1: That's good that you're you've already you're already thinking that way. You yeah. know that you you're, you're leaning that way. You just need someone say, yeah, you're thinking right. Yeah. These, with it, these
2: cars have gotten tricky, but you know there's there's a lot a lot that goes into them. But I like to think I got figure it figured out a little bit.
0: How much has that confidence you know risen in you over these last two years? That you know because that's one thing being able to jump in a car and drive is one thing, but I know you're an extremely hands-on driver, you know, in the shop, you know, in the pits. How much does that confidence rose for you to come in and say, all right, here's where the car is, and this is what we need to go do?
2: You know, like, like I said, races are one in the shop. You know, I, I spend 90% of my time in the shop working on tires and, you know, just hands-on on the car, getting the setup where it needs to be. And, now everything's turned into a big numbers game on shocks and springs, and you just got to be on top of everything. It's just, you know, you finish one thing, and you start on another, pretty much.
1: How much after a night of racing? You, know, you guys race Saturday night. You won, so you really didn't tear up a whole lot. What? How many hours of maintenance alone to get the car back after? A I night mean, of racing?
2: just the next day, you got two or three hours just washing everything. You know, getting the trailer cleaned out, getting the car back in the shop. You know, getting it up in the air so you can work on it you know if you got body panels to beat out you know you got to take the body panels off beat them out it's tires are depending on how many you take to the track with you it's a day or two at least on tires and especially mounting new ones you know a lot of guys have tire machines but we haven't done that yet you guys got the spoons yeah i got to still uh do it by hand you know siphoning and grinding them it takes a while so it's just a lot of hard work
0: you know, and I, again, and we've talked about that on here before, but I, I think people, as a fan, we don't always realize how much work you're talking about. I mean, just talking about the fact you race Saturday night, you're a day or two in before you're even starting to look at... Next Saturday. Next Saturday. Right. That's yeah. just repairing, washing, yeah. cleaning from last Saturday. Right.
2: Yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. And that's on a good week. I yep. mean, that's,
0: that's a week that you didn't have a major issue that Mm -hmm. you're you're going after
2: right and then you got everything else you got to worry about with me you know i usually i on sundays i try to get some mowing done because i'm i'm always backed up you know but uh this sunday i knew i had to come down here so we got the car washed and got it in the garage and yeah it's just it's definitely a second job that's for sure You,
0: you you've got some pretty impressive mowing i was getting ready to Jobs say that too done, yeah. man. you post some pictures and i'm like man
1: yeah you you, you strap a yard very well yeah man. it's to get
2: it to look like that you got to take about twice as long as you normally would just mowing it you know but it's worth it knowing the customers are happy you know like right now i i got a little bit too much work to handle but i'm <laughs> i'm staying staying busy and that's all that
1: matters that's awesome that's awesome. So, what what do you do in the wintertime time when all the yards? You, you... I haven't figured that out yet. You oh, know, really? this
2: is my first year mowing, so
1: I didn't know if you like venturing the snow removal I'd, or,
2: you know, I, I'd like. I was talking the other day with my grandpa. I'd like to get a four wheeler and get a snow plow for it. That way, I don't have to full on put a snow plow on my truck and do that. But I'd like to be able to have some way to clear sidewalks or or driveways or just something to keep me busy, you know, because it is a big downtime until f- oh, yeah. we can mow again. So, you know, I'm still trying to figure that part out. So, I was going to tell
1: people holler at you, but you said you you're almost too busy now. Nah, so. I'm too busy. I'm to the <laughs> point
2: where I'm where I'm giving my yards away to other people. If oh, really? I get asked to, to mow yards, I'm giving them giving them buddies names or whatever, you know. Right. So, I got about all I can handle right now.
0: <laughs> so, you got to say you uh you did already thank him. So we're we're covered, but. Bumgardner just said he's working on it right now so he's (laughs) i tell you
2: what he's a hard worker you know he's a mechanic by trade during the day so it definitely shows when we're working on the race car he's he he goes through that thing like a fine-tooth comb every week and you know we haven't had hardly any parts failures this year and i think that's a testament to that how hard he works and you know it just uh it gives me a good race car to drive that's for sure
0: i mean yeah that's got to be a huge advantage anyway i mean for a guy yeah. that's doing that every day i mean that's his job is to to make sure those things are working the right way have him looking over the car every week that's got to save a ton of failures
2: absolutely yep i mean nothing gets missed really and if it does it's he he's, he owns up to it. you know we had a couple things that weren't in our hands that went wrong this year you know a transmission failure and he kind of kind of took that to heart saying "You oh, know, i maybe should have got that out and had it had it looked at but you know he he, he usually does a great job keeping it keeping it going every week and i can't thank him enough
0: so with everything you're doing and and i i want to ask this because everything you know you talk about all how busy you are what's the job in the shop that you hate the most
2: tires i hate it i mean it's especially me i'm picky and they got to be a certain way and nobody else can touch them but me and they got to be marked and sized and everything exactly how i want it so it's just it's uh that's definitely the worst part for sure
0: that's one that's one of my favorite things when you talk to drivers though because usually the job that they're the most anal about is the job they hate the most too. like they won't train anyone else to go do it they'll just gripe the whole time they have to do it. And yeah. I get it. Like, I totally get it. But I always love it. It's like that. Yeah, like, I absolutely hate tires, but it's because I'm so picky that I won't let anybody else touch them.
2: Yep, that's how it is every week. I just, I'm like, man, I really don't want to do this, but I have to. You know, it's it's killing me. So,
0: I got to say, Levi Perkins did give you this shout-out, and, and I, I will agree with this 110%. He said that, you know, you always make sure to reach out to fans of the track, and you're a great ambassador for the sport. And, um, you know I, I've told like I said before we even came on and I've told this to Matt off to the side I, I will agree with that 110 percent when I see you at the track you interact with people you're you, you know sometimes and I get it, it's different personalities and you never know how a driver's nights going but you always still look excited and happy to be there and be racing
2: yeah I mean there's a lot worse we could be doing you know mm-hmm. what I mean we could right be stuck on. at home. You know, during doing doing all this virus crap, but we get to be racing, and I just if a uh, you know I, I see them little kids running around playing with their little toys, and that that was me, you know what I mean, not too long ago. So I definitely try to
1: interact as best as
2: I can and try to keep a good good spirit.
1: Well, you do a good job marketing yourself on and off the racetrack. You know, it's it's almost like you know you when you're at the racetrack, you know it's a showcase, and mm-hmm. you know how you act there could get you to. The next level you want to be at right. and, and you do a great great job of that all the time right
2: yeah thank you
0: yeah and it's uh you know it, what you just said with those little kids and i have said it on here before but my to my six-year-old who doesn't care about nascar doesn't watch any kind of other racing you know loves to be able to go to the track and and i'll be honest i don't even really know that he likes the racing part of the track like every six-year-old he'd rather play with his hot wheels but getting to walk through the pits and see the cars and talk to drivers to him every one of you guys that come in here is dale earnhardt jeff gordon tony stewart like i mean to him that is the absolute coolest thing and tomorrow morning when i get ready for work and he's at the breakfast table i will have to pull up pictures of your car to show him as he's gonna say who was here what number is he what color is his car i mean it's it's a it's a weekly thing for us and um but that don't stop when you're six no it you doesn't know, I'm, I'm 49 years old and love walking <laughs> through the
1: pits and seeing who i can talk to when the look at the cars and i no, mean I, it,
0: I just like the racing a lot more now yeah right on but <laughs> i'm, I'm just saying like, you know if no that's, i agree if
1: that's in you it's not set on an age limit you know when i walk down in the pits i still get as excited as i did as a
0: kid <laughs> will bridge said with all this tire prep um how about we do a tire sample and will that's already been called out that'll be done on the p3 yeah <laughs> uh, at brown sound saturday night uh plenty of tire samples
1: <laughs> we're, we're gonna sample tires on the trailer on that car <laughs>
0: <laughs> truck trailer everything <laughs> we'll, we'll sample them all <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the, the tire samples, no worries. Yeah. Going for Peden. <laughs> Give him a break. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to say, Steve who? <laughs> uh, man, Jeff how this is a big one here. Um, says, I feel t- Jordan could be the next Chase Briscoe. So patient. Hope he gets the break at some point. Hopefully Tony will see and recognize him eventually. And, and I will say – um you know, obviously, I'm a huge Briscoe fan as well. Same hometown, and and I will say this about you, Jordan. I do see a lot of that mm-hmm. in you because of you are humble. You work your tail off, which is something that I don't care what anybody says. If you don't know Chase Briscoe's story, go go back and listen to it because the dude worked his tail off to get where he yeah, is. Definitely did it the right way. You know, same thing you're doing, and um, you know the the entire you know way you carry yourself is is very very similar to what he does so that i think that's a huge compliment
2: yeah thank you jeff it means a lot thank you
0: hey before we go we're about 45 minutes in here let's give you a chance again i want you to throw out those sponsors because you know they they do help you and you got a great looking ride and a great looking group on that car
2: well uh, you know i'd like to thank my whole family you know everybody that helps me and gets me to where I'm at and what kind of started this whole deal. You know, my uncle Tommy helps me in, in the pits every week. You know, I never have to ask, he's always there. And just to have the extra hand, you know, it really helps. And, uh, you know, my grandpa, dad, mom, you know, everybody, but uh, perfection cleaning, gardeners auto and truck repair, Shipley drywall, BMW Auto Mart, trustworthy remodeling, Bloomington window tint, God's tree service and Swift Springs you know everybody helps me a lot and uh, we're every one of us is thankful to have who we have on the car
0: Now, I do want to say this if you haven't seen talking about Briscoe real quick if you haven't seen the piece that um, uh, NBC I think it was did on him um, and Marissa with the losing of their baby Mm -hmm. um, it is one of the most just gut wrenching but amazing stories to hear them kind of talk about everything they've went through this year. And um, so if you haven't look that up, that's a great piece on, on both chase and Marissa Briscoe and um, you know, a great family, great group right there for sure. So Jordan, let's see here. What, what's the weekend plans Friday night, Josh Burton Memorial Saturday. Uh, I'm about
2: 80% certain we're going to go back to Brownstown. It's hard not to, but you know, I, I'd like to get a win up at Putnamville this year again. I haven't won there yet, and I kind of got a monkey on my back. I'm trying to get off up there. So Friday night, we'll make that decision. We'll figure out where we want to go, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's got to be tough. I mean, you get the win at Brownstown. Now, I mean, as a driver, do you automatically, like in the back of your head, are you saying, can I go and do it again? Can I I go back-to-back? I was just sitting there thinking, I don't think we've had a back-to-back winner in the modified this year
1: that's an interesting thought and it's like i said that's just off the top of my head I'm, i might be wrong but i don't think so i think modified's been we've had multi you know same winner twice but not back to back
2: yeah it definitely makes me think about it you know especially that being my first win if i could go make it two in a row you know that that would be that'd be cool so
0: yeah then you gotta think back and be like man what was so hard all these other times <laughs> Like I'm just, I'm just <laughs> but no and i mean that's that's the thing i mean it's And you know as well as anybody and you know the ups and downs of racing, you you never know what you're gonna get into. So
1: I'm sure you knew it was a race car driver though, you can go right back
0: and it's a whole different thing, you know. You know, it's same setup, same same line and Jack could be completely
2: different. Yep, yeah. That line I was running might not be there and like you said in the in the race there at the end, as the first time I moved off the bottom, you know, I didn't know what it was gonna do. when i when i stepped out of lane there but I, I think it i think we got the car good enough to where i can go anywhere
1: yeah you committed to the bottom when you had to go run that lap car and
0: you yeah. went
2: up Is like you know I, I come up on him a little faster than i thought i was going to and <laughs>
0: that's yeah. got to be that's got to be you know heart pounding too is the thing coming
2: down for the white flag
0: <laughs> now i got to go do something i've not done all night <laughs> and it,
2: where, where dad was standing, usually i can see him perfectly and i can tell what I, what kind of lead i got but the light as the race went on, the light got to glaring on my shield and I couldn't see where he was at. So really I felt like they was breathing down my neck the whole time. And when I come up on that lap car, I I just kind of held my breath and <laughs> tried to keep it straight and I spin the tires and luckily it was all
0: right. Oh yeah. All right, man. Well, we're going to get ready to get out of here, but I do want to say this again and I, I mean it wholeheartedly, man. You number one, thank you. Um, you've always been big about, you know, supporting us and, and pushing mm-hmm. what we're doing here. And and like I said, you know, show aside, I'm a fan. I mean, I I, I really am, and I, I get to do that a little bit more. Matt gets to do it here than he does when he's at, a, at the racetrack, but I'm truly a fan, and you're one of the guys that, you know – I really enjoy watching and and the way you go about things. So I'm just gonna say
1: say this: wherever he goes and races at, you need to go watch. If you can't, you know, and because he puts on a good show and races hard, so you know, he just said he's going to be at Bloomington Friday and doesn't know yet Saturday, but get somewhere and and watch him race. So
2: yeah, I appreciate it. I just try to race as hard as I can and put on a good show and keep it clean. And you know, thanks for having me back on the show. It, It means a lot to be able to get me some exposure, you know, it, 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 means a lot to us drivers, you know, so thanks for what you guys
0: are doing and thanks for having me back. Absolutely. We will be back next week again. Uh, I say this a lot, but if you aren't a fan of, of Jordan Weaver, I don't know what you're waiting on. You know, you've obviously not watched him race or you're Braden Watson and you're just tired of watching him, um, from behind. Uh, you, you, i don't know why you wouldn't be a fan of jordan weaver I, did i see that Braden's coming back this weekend i i
1: think that was a possibility i do believe that may be the case i did not know if he was coming back or just saying he was missing driving i couldn't figure that post out but yeah i don't know i feel
2: for him that sucks. Oh, that's uh that's awful motor. It, 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 it's gut-wrenching you know i've been i've been through that plenty of times and, and, and i, I and,
0: hate it
1: but he, he almost won the prelude to a scream and I love, that was neat. I love yeah.
0: picking on Braden, but I also know how frustrating that's got to be. New car, you know, getting ready to get, you know, feeling like he was starting to hit a stride and figure some things out, and they have just had bad luck after bad luck after bad luck on yeah. you. So,
2: um, They'll get it turned around, and he'll have a good rest of the year, I think. Yeah. And yeah I, I think so, too.
0: As much as I love picking on him. He's tough. He's a shoe, man. He can drive, so... It'll be fun to watch, but again, get out, watch uh, Jordan this weekend. Again, Josh Burton Memorial's Friday night at Bloomington Speedway. Uh, Should be a heck of a race. Should be a heck of a uh, show that they're going to put on. So we'll be back next week. uh, Be on the lookout for – Will Bridge said Braden's becoming a full-time Hornet driver. Uh, So... uh, breaking news i guess so (laughs)
2: heck for that big race coming up i think everybody ought to build one well you know what
0: (laughs) that's going to be interesting because yeah i think they're uh, i think there'll be hornets being pulled out everywhere
1: they'll pull them out of the weeds to come Uh, that was brownstown saturday night
0: (laughs) yeah yeah that's true too yeah 70 yeah uh so but yeah uh join us back next week again thanks to to jordan for being here tonight and uh good luck the rest of the year man
2: yeah thanks for having me good good seeing you guys again
0: all right